This week's episode of the Sports Lord is brought to you by the newest Olympic sport, breakdancing. That's right. At the 2024 Games in Paris, there will be breakdancing. So come on down to Paris, all you hip-hopping daddios and all you breakdancing gals, and get your breakdance on. Do the robot. Do the robot. Do, do, do the robot. And now it's time for the Sports Lord. <laughs> Malfunctioning. Who knew Herp was a b-boy? Yeah, it's amazing because usually he he demands uh, written copy for every read, but he improvised that one completely because he's yeah. You could so tell. Passionate. You could tell there was a lot of passion, but a lot of you know some stop and starting. But uh, that's great sports news for b-boys. For those listeners, obviously you can't see this, but Herb was popping and locking the whole time throughout that read. That's why starts yeah. and stops because he was actually moving as well. Yeah, he and I just saw him walk out of the studio, go to his car with his little piece of cardboard that he had on the ground so he could bust his moves. <laughs> one side of it, one side of the cardboard is for busting his move. The other side says, "We'll blow for food." <laughs> Does a lot for activities, you know. Hey. What he does outside the studio is his business. Look, but. it's we live in a time of side hustles, man. You know, I, I can't hate on him for having a for earning a little extra scratch on the side. When you're a person of a certain age, I mean, like having those side hustles has just always been part of part of that. So sure, sure. And uh, but <clears throat> how cool that in the 2024 games we're going to get to see break dancing. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's and long who, overdue. Who will the judges be? Will it be old famous breakdancers? Can anyone name a famous breakdancer? Uh, uh, of course we can. We're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna do it now. That'd be a ridiculous exercise, but we can all do it. At least everyone's yeah. right now with that. But yeah, um, yeah. You know, people say like, like you know, auto racing isn't a sport. Um, people say golf isn't a sport, but those are recognized by sports and yet as sports, but yet breakdancing has never been given the recognition it deserves as a sport. So mm -hmm. it's, it's long overdue. It's, it's great. It's what the Greeks wanted. You know, the Greeks wanted breakdancing and their sporting competitions, ribbon, I think, ribbon dancing like they already do and have done for many years. Yeah. I think Plato invented uh, breakdancing, actually. So, yeah. If you actually read the Republic, most people don't because it's super boring. But in the middle of it, he explains how to do the robot. <laughs> and he doesn't even know what robots are. Right. Yeah. It's incredible. He pre, he, yeah, he, he was way ahead of his time, Plato. Mm -hmm. All those Greeks, ancient Greeks, were just really fascinating. 
um, and cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it, can you imagine if they had to do breakdancing in the original Olympics and togas? That would be cool. Be naked because the original Olympics, everyone was naked. Right. Naked yeah. breakdancing. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. Ooh. Ooh. Might get a little ugly. You yeah. might get some rug burns where you don't want them. Sure. Some uh, some some unpleasant angles for the viewing audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back then, when people didn't bathe at all, you know, and it was disgusting all the time. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like everyone talks about like wishing to go back in time, but I bet every it stunk. I bet it stinks. Like yes, yeah. Everyone stunk up until like 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a, yeah, like the the concept of bathing regularly is from the 20th century. And then there was a whole chunk in like the 60s and 70s where it was like hip to (laughs) not do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I was doing this exercise this weekend. Um, if you could go back in time to any time period and you would be able to blend in with wherever you are, like you're not going to be like, who the fuck are you? You can blend in and you can leave as soon as you want. Where would you go? Mm. Wow. That's, that's a good one. Where did you land on? You know, I, I didn't land on one specific. I did. My first inclination was, um, ancient greece mm-hmm. but i don't know I, I i guess i don't have i also i thought um pre-humans back to the dinosaur times would be cool mm-hmm. just to see dinos man that'd be cool yeah but uh, i think uh ancient egypt could be cool that seems nice. pretty interesting oh my, my other answer I did think it'd be cool to go to like um, the Renaissance to like Vienna or something. Just see what that was like. Hang out with Mozart. Um, wear wear frilly clothes. So all pre nine eleven for you guys. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I would be telling everyone about nine eleven. Yeah. I'd be like, wait until you hear about this. And if you're like in ancient Greece or ancient Egypt, they're like only 2,000 people died. That's nothing compared. That's like <laughs> day here. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know where I, when I when I would go back. Maybe like 1986 or 85 to go see like Prime Van Halen and. Well, that was my that was my follow up question. Was you can see any musical act in the history of time. So you, we have your answer. It's it's I don't Van know. Halen, 85, 86? Maybe. I don't know. Like, that's a, a quick answer. Uh, just because I'm thinking, like, the partying would be fun. I, I'm assuming that I would immediately be able to hang out with the band. Um, yeah, okay. We'll throw that in. You get to chill with the band. Oh, well, that well then I, I need a second for that. Uh, okay. But, uh, no, let's do it. Fuck it. One of those hair metal bands from the early 80s where it was just... Sex, drugs, rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Jimmy, um, do you have a... I, I got to go um, Dave Matthews Band, 1998. <laughs> easily. And it's not even close. Yeah, uh, I mean... 
those backstage parties, man. I heard about yeah. those. You know, Dave would be like, I want to come back, come back to the backstage and I'm going to put we're, my hand in your pants. We're going to dump all this poop all over these people. <laughs> um, they did get in trouble for that, didn't they? Dumping poop out <laughs> on the side of the road. Sure did. Yeah. In, yeah, like into the Chicago River, I think. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I hate to be the cliche, you know, white man, but I'd probably go to the with the Beatles. The Beatles, the man. They're, I mean, you know, I, I look, I'm a, I'm a white ass dude. I love the Beatles. It would be cool to see them play. For me, for a pure experience of like a show that like you could like forever relive and is like, seems amazing to me would be queen at Wembley stadium, like in the late seventies, like those shows look massive and crazy. Like that'd be really cool to see. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I that'd also, be cool. I also thought Beatles. Um, yeah. In those early days when that must've been, or maybe even see them in like the cavern and live in Liverpool. Yeah. Before they were huge or another great live band would probably be thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. Love to see them. That would be cool. Led Zeppelin would be cool. See, this is what's hard is you, it's hard to narrow it down. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. so the time travel of when I would go back in time, as I've been thinking about it, relating it a little bit to like sports and what our pod is about, I would probably go back to 95 to win our beloved Bravos won the world series because I was a little too young to really enjoy it the way I want to enjoy that championship, you know? So I'd go back just to relive that one, the one good moment. I agree. And I also, the other problem is my baseball. I was such a baseball head and my enthusiasm waned during that strike. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get to appreciate it either. I was, I'd shifted my focus to um, learning how to play Nirvana on guitar. Hmm. So, you know, yeah, no, I've, I've often felt that I've always felt that way really about that Braves world series. Cause uh, you know, I, I didn't, I was nine years old and I just didn't appreciate it as, as much as I would now, you know, and I didn't realize how, you know, long it would be until, or if, if we'll ever, yeah, you still don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I so, love. I, I was super pumped and really happy, but to be an adult for that is just that would be it's way more satisfying. Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, nothing. I wouldn't do anything positive to help the world. I would just go back and have fun. No, yeah, of course. Well, like, yeah, the the obligatory answer is I would go back and kill Hitler or whatever. But sure, sure, but. But if time travel's possible, you know, you can assume somebody else already well, took care of that. And maybe I'll add in a stipulation. If you want to play at home, that you can't affect history, you can only view and you can interact, but not in any meaningful way. You can't change the course of history. I might go back to see my ancestors from like the Middle Ages and see what they, they were doing. Oh, yeah. That would be you know they they were dirty and stinky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they, they smelled so bad. Oh god. 
But yeah, uh, listeners, if you feel like it, you want to interact a little bit, tweet at us. When would you go back? What band or musical act would you go see? What sporting event would you want to go see? I could do a poll, but I'm not gonna. So just tweet at us if you want to, you know? Let's have a yeah. little with this one. Or just play the game with your family or friends or by yourself this holiday season. However you're choosing to spend it in this covid time when we can really do whatever we want and it does you know everyone's given up on it here so go for it folks go for it then just make out with your whole family hey man is it, there are no rules anymore just do what feels right yeah it's like outback steakhouse no rules just right <laughs> which speaking of australia they're like i think that they've eliminated covid from their country so zealand yeah so yeah, yeah they're, they're, they've figured it out down under, <laughs> up, up, up over. We're still struggling. But. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's bad, but hopefully you're all safe, dear listener. Hopefully you're all doing okay. And if not, well, I'm sorry. But us, uh, right? Hell yeah. Talk about. I missed out on a bunch of stuff. Uh, like we were talking a little bit off mic earlier. I don't know that that much has really happened in terms of like anything that's like worthy of us to talk about. I mean, I mean, ESPN and all that has their shit going nonstop, but our version of sports, it's been kind of a quietish weekend, I think. Yeah, not, not a lot going on. Of course, you know, you had some college football over the weekend, but Alabama LSU played. Uh, that was a blowout for Alabama. I mean, there was there really any significant matchup this weekend? There was oh, it was a BYU played uh, somebody right? Coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Chanticleers. Carol. Yeah, you know it's a fucked up season when people are like BYU Coastal Carolina. Woo! When we're struggling to think of the big game of the weekend. Yeah. That should tell you kind of the t- the way the season's going. I know we were talking about this earlier and we've mentioned it before, but it just feels at this point, it feels extra dirty and weird to be watching college football with all the cancellations. Like Ohio State played Michigan State this weekend, which should have been a pretty big game. And, it, you know, Ohio State won, but they were missing, I think, 27 players from the roster who would normally play. But, you know. It's good. It's good that we're doing this. Yeah, I mean, we've been pessimistic sort of about the college season all along, um, or just in general football, really. And I think that's been proven. That's bared out that it's not good. It's just it's uh, like like Diego said early on, like, and Sean Doolittle from the Washington Nationals said, like, fourth uh, sports are the reward for a functioning society and we're not functioning right now so yeah they just games keep getting canceled and it's like this is just dangerous yeah and it's weird the marketing that's being done because even uh espn's commercials like as they market hey college football this weekend or whatever it's now like can Ohio state make it into the playoff? It's like specific because they might run out of games and they might not play enough to qualify. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, so desperate 
and fucked up sounding like can this one team save our network so we can make a ton of money and we don't have to show coastal Carolina in the playoff or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I mean, bad. I think, yeah, it, it's, it's weird and it's not any better in the NFL. Like they're just as hamstrung by COVID popping up all over the place. Oh Yeah. Um, I guess like the big news in, in, in college football within our world was uh, Florida and Alabama wrapped up their divisions and they will be facing off in the SEC championship game this year, uh, assuming it happens. And um, yeah, I think that should be a good game. Florida's offense is really good. And Alabama, to me, looks like the best team in the country. So you know, maybe that one will be fun. That that'll be good, probably. Uh, aside from the the COVID super spreader event that it will be, right? Uh, but yeah, it's like the top two Heisman candidates are facing off in that one with uh, Kyle Trask of Florida and Mac McCorkle Jones. Uh, McCorkle. <laughs> from- uh, is Notre Dame still on track to face Clemson in the ACC championship game? Is that supposed to happen? Yeah. Uh, Cause that, that, that'll be cool. That'll be a good game as well. A, a good rematch. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, otherwise it's like college football is just not really uh, doing much right now. No, it doesn't. It's, it feels uh, more so than any sport I've, I've watched since all this started, it feels like very much not the same. Well, actually, you know what one is worse and harder to watch college basketball. Cause I didn't even realize they were back until like a couple days ago, I guess. And it is, I mean, the number one team in the nation just had to cancel their game Gonzaga because they had players test positive, but they're playing games at like the Mohegan sun casino in like fucking Connecticut or whatever (laughs) and like random places like that. And it's just, it, it feel, I don't know. There's something college basketball feels extra gross because college football had already been happening before their season started. And they were like, you know what? We're going to do it too. We've seen how this has gone. Let's do it. Yeah. It's and yeah. Cause there have already been a, a ton of cancellations in college basketball and like postponements and stuff in like the first week of, games so (laughs) yeah there was a ton of teams that started the season late because either coaches or players they didn't have coaches available or players to play because they had so many outbreaks so they were like we're going to postpone our start of a season for a couple weeks like oh that sounds great that's good yeah yeah i mean Uh, i I still i'll probably watch the playoff i mean i'll keep watching but yeah it's uh you know it's there me not watching isn't going to stop it from happening. Exactly. And it offers some entertainment, but it, it certainly doesn't offer, like I'm nowhere near as invested or uh, happy to be watching as I was before. Uh, you can see some fun stuff like this weekend when the sprinklers came on in the middle of the game of the Virginia Tech game. and uh, That's right. Dancing. It's like, all right, that's that's fun. That makes that, I was watching when that happened. That was Virginia I saw Tech that Clemson, too. right? Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Hey, that's fun. It's a fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my my beloved Notre Dame that I've never for a second stopped rooting for 
most fervently. Uh, they're still undefeated. So that's cool. And Notre Dame's looking good. The, they're looking good. The biggest problem I have is a, a, a confident slash cocky Brian Kelly is a, a bad Brian Kelly, I think. Yeah, it's he's getting a little big for those britches. But. Yeah, um, Ian Book is is pretty good, man. He's, he really is. He's kind of underrated. I I feel like. I think so too. I mean, um, he just he just uh, he is now the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, which is that's crazy. Very impressive. Uh, yeah, I think he's like twenty nine, thirty and three or something like that. Yeah, that's that's nuts. And that's some pretty yeah. impressive quarterbacks. That's you got your Joe Montana, you got your uh, Brady Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Rudy, uh, Rudy, <laughs> Canute Rockney, uh, freaking the four horse. Uh, <laughs> so he's surpassed all those guys, uh, and he's now the winningest. No, so, no, yeah. Like Joe Montana, Joe Theismann. Uh, I think Brady Quinn. Isn't Brady Quinn actually like a good college quarterback? Didn't he have like a lot of? Yeah, work? no, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was really good in college. I was just trying to think of like the bad ones, but hey, I did a bad job. Well, so yeah, he. I do think he he could be like a dark horse pick in a draft for sure after this year for the NFL because. He feels like he fits the the new model of NFL quarterback where it's like not only are you like a big dude who throws, you have to be mobile and agile. And he's really fat. He's fast for his size. Really fast and really yeah. really nimble. He can he can sh- break tackles and like he's he's got all the all the tools you want an NFL quarterback. So everyone's talking about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, but I think Ian Book could be. He could be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. But first, he's got to take down Clemson and Alabama. Uh, that seems very unlikely, but you never know. So who – I'm going to pull this up right now because I genuinely don't know. In the playoff right now, it's – I'm guessing Clemson – or no, I'm guessing Notre Dame, Bama, right, are like locks. But who – who else is uh, kind of in there in the playoff right now? Who are the other two teams? That's a great question. Um, Aside from Notre Dame and, and Bama? Right, yeah. Who are the other teams that would be joining them as of now? I know Florida is probably going to be up there, but they're going to have to play Alabama. And if Florida loses, that'd be two losses for them. I know A&M is in the hunt also. Yeah, I mean, I guess Clemson is still still there. The hunt, Yeah. I would imagine, then, yeah, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, they might just yeah. like flip flip flop. Like they, I, I, I would guess they'd maybe they would stay both in the top four. I don't know. AP, oh yeah, the AP top four right now are Alabama one, Notre Dame two, Ohio State three, Clemson four. The difference is Notre Dame is ten and zero, Ohio State is five and zero. <laughs> that's insane oh god and then yeah. nine and oh uh clemson's nine and one and then right after them at number five is texas a&m at seven and one florida at number six at eight and one yeah it's so weird to see ohio state in there with like five like that's that's where this is all a joke like a team who only plays 
maybe six or seven games is going to, you know, get in ahead of other teams who've played more. I mean, even Indiana who Ohio state beat and is like the only loss on their schedule is six and one. Yeah. It's, it seems like bullshit. Um, and then you it's got a fake season. And then you got teams like Cincinnati who are eight and oh and just beating the shit out of everyone in, in their schedule. And it's like, are they going to get a chance? Like, why not? Why not give them a chance this year? There's teams in the top 25, like USC is three and oh, and they're number 16. Mm-hmm. That's that's insane. Like, Colorado's four and oh, right? Buffalo. Shout out Buffalo, Diego's new home where he's broadcasting from. Oh yeah, four and zero. Yeah, it just. Uh, and then the Coastal Carolina at number eleven is ten and zero. They're the big story right now. Are they going to get some love? Right, the Chanticleers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if there was ever a season to give one of those teams a shot in the playoff, put them in over Ohio State, man. Agreed. Because that'll be, they'll be really pissed if Ohio State gets into the playoff with like a six and zero record or whatever. It's going to be bullshit. It's really dumb, and and this is good. We're going to go down, or I'm going to go down the path of Paul Feinbaum show kind of thing or whatever. Of all the seasons to try an expanded playoff in college football, why not now? You know, like Major League Baseball tried. Uh, the NBA is going to tweak the way they play their season. You know, the NFL has flirted with expanding the playoffs as well. College football, like this is the year to do it, to see if it works and to see if people, you know, because people have been clamoring for like expanding the playoffs and getting more teams in. Why not now? Yeah, this is the year to experiment. That's that's what a lot of these sports are doing. That's what baseball did, although we'll get to how they're they're backtracking on that. But uh yeah. Yeah, man. And and it could be an opportunity to just do an expanded playoff and create a some kind of bubble situation for that and have not have to worry about it getting interrupted. This is the year to just throw everything out the window. Let's go insane. Put the Jets in the playoff. Let the best college teams play the New York Jets and let's see what we get. Everyone wants to see that all the time. <laughs> Amen. The worst Amen. Play the best team in college. Let's do it this year. Why not? That would yeah. be amazing if if they finally did because yeah the Jets, Whew. I um I did I caught some of that game, uh, <laughs> but the Las Vegas Raiders they threw a touchdown pass with five seconds left yeah. to win the game, therefore yeah. thereby making the New York Jets zero and twelve. And it wasn't really like a hail mary per se. It was just that the Jets called the like if you're playing Madden or uh blitz the old blitz game they just called like the all-out blitz yeah on on the last play of the game and of course the receiver was wide open and like midfield too it was like all they had to do is just play a prevent prevent defense and they probably wouldn't have yeah um espn stats and info came out i don't have the exact numbers in front of me but since like 2006 or something like that there have been 250 something plays in the NFL in that scenario where there's like less than 10 seconds left. A team has more like a four point or higher lead. So like it's a, it's a two score. It's not, they couldn't win with a field goal. Basically 
the Jets are the only team in the last like 15 years in the NFL to rush. I think they sent six guys off that play. <laughs> so like everybody else in the NFL knows like in that situation, yeah, you just play prevent because they have to score a touchdown to win. You um, your wide receivers to stand like at the yeah because they're all like six six or whatever and just just knock the ball down just catch it who cares this is over yeah. but uh, yeah. no not the fucking Jets man <laughs> and then they uh, this morning they fired their defensive coordinator Greg Williams for that so yeah it's tough it's tough to be a Jets fan these days. There were players calling out the coaches after the game, like not even trying to be, you know, professional. They were like, yeah, that was terrible. Like, I don't know why we did that. (laughs) Especially to go 0-12 in this season. Like, so they've clearly been able to, like, be safe enough to not have an outbreak, I guess, on the Jets. (laughs) Because just don't care. Huh? Or nobody cares. (laughs) Or nobody cares. Who knows? But, like... To be to go through all that they have to go through to make this season happen, and not get games canceled, and they f- lose every one, just awful. Yeah, it's really bad. They were zero and sixteen, and half the team had had COVID for half the season and stuff. You can like, okay, I you know, it's a weird year. Uh, they're bad, but COVID got them. But you're right. I don't think they've reported any cases of. COVID. They're like the one team, maybe. That's <laughs> any COVID cases. Also, it was to stay away from them. COVID's like, no, no, no. We don't want to get in there. Also, maybe if there's any Jets fans listening, uh, because I was like, wait, I was thinking about it this weekend watching their game. I was like, that's such a weird name for a team, the Jets. And I Googled, like, when did they form? And it's like 1960 or something. And I'm like, did they name their team after the West Side Story gang? Because if so, that's very funny. Um, <laughs> just like a pirouetting gang of white guys. Uh, What's the most intimidating thing we can do? Oh, a gang. The Jets, they're the most intimidating. Yeah. Gang well, it's like the Upper West Side. It's, it's, it's like, it's that, or even if they're just like, there's this this new creation, the jet. It's so exciting, an airplane that flies fast. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's not a great, it's not a great nickname. Well, hasn't ju- aged well. No longer the propellers, but now the jet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds it sounds like punchy, but when you think about it, it's like it's so dumb. Like what if what if they were the New York planes? And why don't you love? It's always like planes and shit. Why is no team named after a helicopter? Huh? True. True. Yeah. The New York choppers. (laughs) Yeah. And the New York trucks. Yeah, just straight up truck. (laughs) The New York SUVs. Yeah, every every team should be named after what their city's famous for. So, like, Detroit shouldn't be Lions. It should be the cars or the automobile. Yeah, that's a good idea because you got, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That and that's one of the best names in sports, probably. Mm-hmm. Dallas because... Cowboys makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. To the New York, they, there's so many to choose from from New York. It could be the New York racist police officers mm-hmm. you could sure. do the new york pizza slices 
the New York good buzz, bubbo. The New York, um, the New I, York I, uh, date date rapist finance bros. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's a strong part of New York culture that's yeah. never going away. You know, I actually I like pizza or pizza slices. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just maybe just New York pizzas. The New York, yeah. the New York slice. <laughs> Yeah, it could be a. And you have two teams, you know, because the Giants also. Eh, I don't know about that one. No. Yeah. Giants are going to the playoffs despite having a a below five hundred record this season. That that also tells you a lot about this season that there's there's the Giants are going to make the playoffs as like a six and ten team or something. Yeah, because the uh, the NFC East is just the most atrocious, I think, division maybe of all time. It's competing. I know there's been some bad ones in the past, but um, it's competing to be probably the worst ever. It's so so bad. Yeah, the Giants are in first and five at five and seven. You got the Washington Football Team at four and seven. And then the Eagles and the Cowboys are both three and eight, or the Eagles are three eight and one. Yeah, so pretty bad. Mm. And the Eagles just benched Carson Wentz in favor of former Alabama star Jalen Hurts. So that could be that could be fun to watch Jalen try to turn that yeah. around. I I saw a little bit of of or I saw the end of the game when he came in yesterday, and uh, he was making some plays. Yeah. So. That, that is exciting. I gotta be honest. I did not know. I did not know he was the backup there. Yeah, Ish. people have been calling for him to play for a while, but they're sticking with Carson Wentz, who hasn't done anything ever. But for some reason, people think is good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. He gets like they all love him. It's like he didn't even win your Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> it was Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah. I will say while we're talking about football. Tom Brady had his house broken into in Brookline Mash. So, Jimmy, what were you doing last night, huh? Uh, I, uh, my lawyer says I, I'm not allowed to comment at this time. <laughs> smart, dude. That's smart. So, yeah, I covered my ass right there. Some sweet uh, new Ugg boots you got, though. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're legit, though. I, I bought them myself. Also, money. Why has Tom not moved to Tampa? Why he still got a mansion in uh, Massachusetts, bruh? You're not going to move down to Tampa Bay? Yeah, I've never been to Tampa, but uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go there. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never been either. Um but I don't really know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about Tampa. Yeah, I. Uh, it's got the most strip clubs per capita. I do know that fact about them. Well, maybe I've been too quick to judge Tampa. <laughs> there you go. They got some okay beaches right there in the Gulf. Nice little. I do hear that that west side of Florida, like Sarasota, Tampa, Naples. Yeah, I hear it's sure. nice. It is. I mean. I went as a kid, so I don't know. I can't speak for the city itself. It's always like a punchline a little bit in Florida compared to like Miami and shit. But the beach was great. I rode some jet skis. Who doesn't have a good time doing that? You know? Hey, that's cool. 
You can't really have a bad time on a jet ski. I I agree. Jet skis are the best. We were supposed to ride jet skis. I think this summer we had all agreed we were going to go run some jet skis because Jimmy had never been on one. That's right. Yeah. And we fucked up. COVID took my jet ski summer away from me. One thing that got taken away from us. (laughs) Other than that, I've been... It's all been the same, same old. I mean, I've had it. Yeah, a great year otherwise. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love working from home. I work for the government now, although they're saying they're going to stop giving us salaries here soon, but you know. You mean just get it receiving unemployment benefits? I'm unemployed. I just tell people I work for the government. That's smart. I'm going to start saying that too. (laughs) Here's my check. I got paid. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Got money coming in. It's, uh, hey, buddy, the government pays me $160 a week. <laughs> Suck my dick, anyone who told me I wasn't going to amount to anything. Um, but yeah, uh, then in the NFL, we got a couple games this week because everything's been rescheduled. But um, yeah, the Falcons, uh, not that we have much to say, lost to the to Taysom Hill once again in the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> It sucks losing to Taysom. That's really sad. And he's not good. I don't care what it is. He's not a good quarterback. He just looks like he's amazing. He's got, he's fucking chiseled. He's like a fucking Greek statue. So you assume. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is I want to, I don't want to fuck him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a given. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyone named Taysom with that name? Ooh, come on. (laughs) That is some. That is a fucking bogus ass name. Yeah, yeah. What is he like? A Mormon or something? Like what's you? But I don't know if he okay. just swung through there because nobody wanted him, or if he is like a a Mormon kid. I bet he is because he's from Pocatello, Idaho. That sounds oh, like Pocatello. That, that sounds like Mormon country to me. Uh, Western Idaho, or no? I guess it's Eastern Idaho, but. Is there a difference? Uh, no, not really. It, it, in that little strip, it's all the same, but then it gets fat at the bottom, the state itself. Yeah, he's from the fat. The fat part? The fat part, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. He is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. There you go. And served as a missionary for the church in Sydney, Australia from 2009 to 2011. Well, you, okay. you, Sydney's a tough... Uh, Tough place tough. to be. That's <laughs> yeah, tough. But here's the best part on his Wikipedia page. He was named after Taysom Rotary Park, located in his hometown of Pocatello, Idaho. And I bet it's so. a kind of thing. I'm going to assume something right now. Maybe Jimmy can fact check me here, but I sure. assume he's got many, many siblings. And at that point, you got like 10 siblings, and you're maybe towards the end. It's like, I don't know. What's that park called? Taste. Okay, Taysom. That's your fucking yeah. name, Taysom. Yeah. We like we like that park. <laughs> I actually saw my first Mormon missionaries in a while uh, this weekend, uh, walking around New York City. So nature's healing. I was gonna say, yeah. Sydney is not a bad. Like I'll pretend to go be on a mission if I get sent to Sydney for free. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I've never been to really, Australia. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know, guys. That sounds like a pretty tough assignment. Cause this, cause uh, I had a, I had a, a friend in high school who was Mormon and his mission was to Brazil, but it wasn't to like Rio or anything. It was like to the jungle, like the right where, and it's like, that sounds sketchy and not fun. So it's no. like, it was like, I'm going to Brazil. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Rio. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it's this village. And it's like, ah, yeah, that's that's more what I imagine when I think of missionary trips, like a, a small, poor village somewhere, um, not New York. You know, one, one of the more, more modern, um, wealthier cities on the entire planet. And I, I wonder, too, because they the missionaries, I you see them a lot if you're by Lincoln Center, because there's a big uh, LDS center there. And I got to wonder, like, are you really converting a lot of New York City people to your religion in which you have to explain, oh, we don't curse. We don't drink caffeine. We don't drink alcohol. It's like, what's that? Can't watch rated R movies. Yeah. Like, are you in this filthy fucking city? Are you really getting anyone to be like, sounds pretty cool to me. (laughs) I actually have a family member a chunk of my family that converted to LDS. Nice. So I actually think I get to go to Mormon heaven. Cause I think that they, they go to a planet, they go to a planet. But I think when you join, they baptize your entire family without their consent into the church. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a pretty good deal for you, Kev. Cause you don't have to do any of the work. You just, you get grandfathered in. Exactly. So pretty nice. You, you guys can laugh. Everyone listening, you can make fun, but I'm going to have my own fucking planet pretty soon. And I didn't even have to do anything. I've been a, just a filthy, disgusting sinner my whole life. Damn. Yeah. I, they, um, a couple of years ago when I went back to El Salvador for my sister's wedding, they were opening the first Mormon temple i guess or church or whatever uh they want to refer to it as in the country and it hadn't been like because someone has to fly in and make it holy and then they can start performing services there until that happens people are actually like non-mormons are actually allowed to go in and see it because once it's it's a certified mormon uh church or building only the people of the faith can go in so people are going in on tours i remember asking like family and stuff so it's like is this going to work here or whatever? They're like, fuck no, no one's going <laughs> to, we're just going to go see it. Cause we'll never see it again, but no one's going to not be Catholic or crazy evangelical. Yeah. You know, that's, you got to give the Mormons credit. They started a religion pretty late in, in the game. You know, it seems like if you wanted to really take off, you had to start at least, you know, a thousand years sooner than they did. But, and, and, you know, I don't want to, you know, I know we're not shitting on Mormons. I mean, we're kind of poking fun, but you got to say they're they're some of the nicest people in the world. They really are. They're very true. nice. Um, too nice. True. A little. Too- uh, it's sometimes it's a little too nice. I, yeah, I agree. But a little put off by that. <laughs> but you, Utah, their home state, their their Vatican, very very beautiful place, very clean. When you don't let anyone drink, smoke, and all that, stuff stays pretty clean. One thing we did learn, too, this summer, 
never order pizza in Utah or you'll get sick like Michael Jordan did. That's, That's right. right. I forgot yeah. about that. That was um, from the last dance. Yeah. And uh, he does. He, he believes he was poisoned. Is that right? What he said? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not buying it. Um, <laughs> I think he was just a little hungover or something. Yeah. But I will I will say though that there seems to be like an inherent logic to not not don't order pizza in Utah. Uh, there are yeah. probably like three Italians in the entire state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not your most diverse like place in my experience. Um yeah, if you're going somewhere there I don't even know what kind of food they eat there but it's, it ain't pizza that ain't their specialty that's for sure <laughs> but yeah we were talking about Taysom Hill I was like how the hell did we get it here it's like oh Taysom yeah yeah Taysom beat the shit out of the Falcons I don't understand why the Falcons don't fire Dirk Cutter the offensive coordinator that guy is the worst offensive coordinator I think maybe ever yeah because in theory the Falcons despite their many flaws should have like a at least above average offense. You would, yeah. If you just look at the talent on paper, uh, but they don't. No. He sucks. Yeah. I, I guess, I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess I'm assuming they're just going to clean house after the season, but we'll see. I, I would assume so as well. To, uh... I tune in just to see the, the awful. It's kind of fun to watch. And then also because like uh, – a lot of my friends in a text thread and stuff are shitting on it. And I'm like, okay, I want to be part of this too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I have no hope for that team. And I, I genuinely do hope they keep losing. I don't want them to be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been hurt. We've been hurt. You know, it's hard. Yeah. It's like rooting for your ex who just fucked you over, you know, mm-hmm. you can't do it. But Yeah. The NFL, yeah, it's it's going as well, sort of. Um, not to harp on it for too much longer, but COVID is like killing it. Like I'm turning on a football game right now on a Monday at 5 p.m. because they're playing one right now, and there's one later tonight. And then uh, there's another football game tomorrow on Tuesday. So it's cool. Um, hopefully they'll finish the season. I mean, they're going to finish it. They're going to force the shit out of it. and yeah get the games in but it also feels a little bit dirty and i don't like it even if they are getting paid it's like no you shouldn't be playing yeah it's weird um and the football the quality of the football is is not great either i think uh in that game that was played last wednesday with the the ravens and um Steelers. Steelers, i think there were like four turnovers in the first quarter or something is this is because like neither team really got to practice Right. But they're like, yeah, we're playing this game anyway. Like, all right. <laughs> I will say Baker Mayfield had his best game of the season this past weekend, even though they almost blew that game at the end. The the Browns did. But I can't believe they're still running those Baker Mayfield living in the stadium commercials. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, they're super annoying. But, but, but Baker's got to go through security just to go grab his keys because it's a stadium. Because he lives there. Because that's his home. It's going to start raining. i got to cover up all the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> he lived there. He played there. 
He fits his house. Also, why does he live there and the other players don't? That's not fair. Well, because he's white, Diego. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because Nick Chubb is probably their best player, because that guy's incredible. Seriously. Yeah. Georgia running back. Yeah, he's he's a tough motherfucker, man. Don't fuck with Nick Chubb. Mm. And I see here that Ray Ray McLeod is about to receive the kickoff for Pittsburgh Steelers undefeated, about to take on your Washington football club. (laughs) (laughs) You think they're just going to stick with Washington football club? I think it, it probably isn't a bad idea, honestly. I've heard that they they might stick with it for at least another season, which is seems weird, but but maybe it is a better option in the end. I you know I'm famously anti nicknames and mascots because I like uh, I don't care about any of that. Even as a kid, I didn't. So I'd be cool with everyone as just like the Atlanta football team or whatever. But you know. If they got to come up with a nickname, I'm sure they'll find another group to denigrate with the race. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Snyder, I'm sure he'll find someone to go after. But uh, but yeah, um, other news that we were talking about before uh, involved baseball, right? There are some uh, rules that didn't go through for next season that we're unhappy about. Right. There uh is it official? I know Rob Manfred said earlier today what I read was he's like NL teams should plan for not having a universal DH. Yeah, I don't know if it's official, but it seems like it's moving in that direction. The commissioner is publicly already saying that, knowing that there's overwhelming an overwhelming desire for there to be a universal DH. I don't think that's a good sign official or not. I think that's kind of a bad sign. Yeah. It's something that it it had almost unanimous support, even for people who were initially against it after this season. And And importantly, the players, the players liked it more importantly. So it's like, why not give the players what they want? Right. And it, you know, selfishly it fucks over, our hometown team because Mm -hmm. now, you know, assuming that remains the case, like Marcelo Zuna will almost certainly not get re-signed by the Braves. Right. Um, So anyway, it just sucks. And also like who wants to see pitchers bat and pitchers don't want to bat. No. Bring to go up to the plate. No, because it's become an even more specialized position as the years have gone. It was never good to watch pitchers bat, but it's gotten worse and worse. But the bun- yeah. the bunting and the strategy is taken. Yeah. Don't you like bunting? And No, I don't like bunting. And strategy of the manager to try and outthink the other manager? Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's like because, yeah, all of like the old school baseball nerds have even come around on it and they're like yeah it's better let's it's much more entertaining it's like everyone agrees in baseball still like well yeah even the purists even the purists are basically on board now yeah rob manfred is um jesus christ he sucks at his job it seems like (laughs) has baseball like everyone hated bud selig uh that's like the first 
commissioner that I in my head that I can remember. But like, it seems like everyone always hates all the baseball commissioners, especially. I would say that's true, and I think the same as football for football. It's the although Paul Tagliabue wasn't popular. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely seems like NBA has the most positive commissioner sentiment for yeah. whatever reason. Well, they went player first. They went they kind of back the players more than the owners. Whereas in the NFL, it's like, well, we kind of defend the owners the most. And same with baseball. Baseball is like super in with the owners. Yeah, yeah, they're constant and they're constantly at odds with the players' mm. union in baseball. It's always like. It's it, it it's never really been a good relationship, and it's not to yeah. say David Stern in the NBA was unanimously like perfect in every way because the dress code thing really backfired on him for a while, and and he did a few things like that that weren't great, but he was universally respected at the very minimum and liked a lot. And Adam Silver is like really liked a lot too. I I think like the NBA, you know. And kind of the NFL too, a little bit. They started those leagues started so much later than baseball, or like became popular. So like they're they have like more of an like they're more interested in trying to like please the fans too. Whereas baseball is seems like they just have this like, well, we're America's pastime, so like everybody loves us. We do whatever the fuck we want. And you guys just gonna watch anyway, right? Yeah, they think it's everyone's like, nobody... like they think everyone's like a talking head in a Ken Burns documentary about baseball. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, baseball is the purest game in this yeah. nation of ours. It's been played across every single war. And <laughs> most people like Jake, nobody cares. Everyone's got a stick that likes to hit things. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, you actually have to like make your product entertaining and like, you know, always be always evaluating and deciding like, how can we make this better? And you're like, no, we don't. What? We don't have to do that. It can be like, they're so like close, you know, they just that last step. (laughs) Yeah. They're the Catholic church of sports and that they really don't want to change. They drag their feet. I do. I do. Blood of Christ. Yeah, and I do. I did just remember because I saw a former Brave reliever, Eric O'Flaherty, filled out a Hall of Fame ballot just for fun for this website, um, and he wrote down explanations of everything. Um, and he voted in his ballot. He voted in Barry Bonds, even though Barry Bonds is the most infamous steroid user in baseball because he took steroids and. Through doing that, beat uh, Hank Aaron's all-time home run record, blah, blah, blah. But I loved Eric O'Flaherty's explanation because he's like, look, I understand steroids like are bad, but I also think I think that whole steroid era should get a bit of a pass because I think we underestimate the effect of greenies. And if you don't know, greenies were amphetamines that players took in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And I guess they continue to sometimes, but they're, you know, because they play so many games, a lot of players are like, well, I'll just take a greenie, even though, because I just played a night game and it's a day game. Maybe I'm hungover, whatever. And Eric O'Flaherty said, I took a greenie once 
before a game and I felt like I could build a spaceship. And he said, <laughs> he said he pitched one inning and he pitched really well. He's like, I felt like I could have pitched 12 innings. So yeah. he's like basically saying like, yeah, you know, those players from that era get a complete pass for taking greenies, but these steroid guys, and I understand it is, you know, taking steroids is more intense and like changes your body's composition. But uh, yeah. I thought he made a good point. No, I agree. And, and also all, like a lot more is coming out of that era. I listened to, uh, I was listening to a podcast and they have, they have like a weekly thing where they talk to one of the Marlins, former GMs and presidents. It's like the Dan Lebitard show. If you guys listen to like, he's got a bunch of podcasts where he does like a local hour uh, with Miami. And so they talked to the former president and GM of the Marlins and this guy isn't in baseball really anymore. So he's like down to like get some dirt out there or whatever. Uh-huh. He, everyone knew about steroids, like all the GMs and stuff knew. And they would ask like, what kind is he taking? All right. If he stops taking that and takes this, we'll sign him. You know what I mean? Like wow. do this kind of stuff. Damn. We can control that and we can like make that work, you know? And, and it's not just them. It's just like everybody knew. And so it seems insane to me to punish the players only, but then all these GMs and guys, they keep getting jobs. They keep getting talked about like their geniuses and all this shit. And it's like, ah, man, like whatever, everyone is doing it. Let them in. Who cares? Yeah. It's and there's so many, they, they like, they try to split hairs with it too. Like in a couple of years, big poppy is going to come up for the hall of fame. And like, he's an obvious juicer, but he never got, caught you know like he'll get in right uh, so it's like just it's all this it's just like just it, it like apply the same standard to everybody like don't let any players from the 90s in or let right. everybody in man that's like, that on. and that was another another podcast i was listening to that eric o'flaherty was on and he and peter moylan both former relievers for the braves especially moylan because he went back a little further he was like, trust me, there are people in the Hall of Fame who are steroids users. I know uh, for a fact. And he was like, even guys that you thought were clean, they probably like tried stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. if it's going to be allowed or, you know, quietly and then and you want to stay in the game and keep your job, of course, you're going to like, like, well, no, that's wrong. I'm not going to like it's just yeah, it just makes sense that to level the playing field, you would, if you're a professional athlete, you'd probably give it a shot if you thought it could help. Did they have this argument of like, uh, well, we shouldn't let football players in the hall of fame who wear helmets because the real guys played without helmets and that's the real hall of fame. Now they're using it yeah. to protect themselves. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm not condoning steroids. Cause I do think it shouldn't be in the game, but like the fact that everyone let it happen for so long, and they realized it was good for the game because it it brought baseball back after that strike. It's, yeah, the like, owners just have plausible deniability where they're just like, oh, we didn't know. We're, we're so dismayed by this drug use. Yeah. Like, you guys knew what was going on, and it was packing the seats. Also, yeah, so everyone wanted to watch go. Sosa and McGuire hit fucking yeah. dinger after dinger. Also, I yeah. get- you if i start juicing tomorrow like non-stop and get massive i can't be a baseball player right yeah, yeah they they had a baseline incredible skill that yeah. they were just adding on to yeah 
And that is another yeah. good argument for Barry Bonds going in. It's like he already was the best player in baseball before taking steroids for multiple years. Yeah. And he went insane with steroids and it was very obvious, but uh, yeah, he, he was a like hall of famer. He was on the hall of fame track before one of the yeah. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause yeah, he, he doesn't he have the record for walks as well. And it's like mm-hmm. to have a, an eye like that to not swing at everything is still pretty impressive. Yeah, and oh, yeah. back when he played for the Pirates, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was just like base stealing machine. He was, he was good at everything. Yeah, man, COVID's brought us to steroids. Even cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never know where we're gonna go. I gotta say too, this uh, referee in the Steelers uh, Washington game, John Hussey, A little hussy. <laughs> You little hussy, you. Look at that little hussy running all around. Throw that flag, little hussy. Throw that flag. That's my hussy. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think that's... I don't know. I don't have anything else. I've been kind of busy moving a little bit. I I haven't kept up with everything. I've missed a few things. I don't know if y'all got anything. Oh, I do, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Didn't mention this last week. Huge bummer. In the NBA, uh, Clay Thompson blew out his ACL. I know this is an old story, but we didn't address it. Uh, feel bad for the guy. I j- actually do genuinely like Clay Thompson uh, from the Golden State Warriors. Um, so he's going to be out this whole season again. I'll say it now. It's the curse uh, for you guys leaving Oakland. Uh, shouldn't have done it. I agree. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they cave to the will of the tech bros in San Francisco who wanted to take their clients to games or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, they'll forever be cursed yeah. in my opinion. So yeah, that sucks. Feel bad for that dude. Yeah. He's fucking a good. Break. So that, that yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 63 points in a game and dribble the ball 11 times. Pretty incredible. And uh, on a more positive note, I, I know you watched Diego, but the North London Derby Oh, yeah. If we can want to talk soccer, I can do that. But, yeah, uh, Tottenham Tottenham Hotspur defeated the Gooners of Arsenal. So, yeah, uh, in the Premier League, um, Tottenham is actually in first place right now with a very hateable coach. But uh, Who's their coach? Jose Mourinho. Oh, okay. Won Champions League for multiple teams. He's nicknamed himself the special one. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, plays a terrible, unflattering style. He just plays defense and they, they counterattack. That's exclusively what he does, but it works. Um, but it's off. It's not fun to watch and I don't like it, but, uh, yeah, they're, uh, the, the second team I sort of adopted in soccer and I'm watching them because Barcelona sucks this year. So it's kind of, uh, at least I have that. Yeah. Right on. That's good. Yeah. I still I still am playing the field with what team I support. Tottenham is just the most Atlanta. They have a saying for them that's so spursy because they always choke, mm-hmm. whether it be in games or in seasons that they're doing well, then they collapse. Mm. So when I was trying to pick an English team because they were showing those more in the States, and I was like, well, who's fits into the line of what I am about? And it's misery. So I went with Tottenham Hotspur. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
It's and they've got Harry Kane, who's sort of like the face of English football right now. Harry Kane, but the best player on the team, I would argue, and uh, maybe in the world right now, based on his playing, is this South Korean Hyungmin son, who's just this happy kid who smiles all the time and is scoring goals. Like he scored, he's scored more goals this season than Arsenal has as a team so far. He's Jeez. been incredible. That's crazy. And he's super fun and, and like rootable and, and easy to cheer for. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're, they got a cool stadium. They got, yeah, a, they got that new fancy gigantic stadium, right? At the world's longest bar, I think is like their, wow. Just goes the whole to the stadium. And they've, they're like allowing, that. they can let fans back in now. This some. weekend they started letting, I think a minimum of 2000 or a maximum of 2000 fans into the stadiums. Because the English lockdown is over, I guess, or I don't know. I don't know yeah. what this is doing, man. I know they did like a one month lockdown. Yeah. I don't know when that, but yeah. And they've got the vaccine already going out, so we're number two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys uh, got any other things you saw or want to talk about. No. Um, not sports wise. I did make a video. Check it out with Jamal Sadayo. He put it on his Jamal politics yeah, comedy give, page. Let's give Jamal a little love here. Uh, Jamal comedy politics. Give that a follow. Good stuff. Check it out. Yeah, it was a very funny video that he wrote. And I just we kind of shot separately. And uh, so check it out. He's make he's making stuff. I helped him make another video that I think. He's going to put out soon all COVID safe. So, you know, and he likes watching videos of guys getting kicked in the nuts. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's worth your time to follow. Give Jamal a follow. I yeah, guess you definitely should. A, some kind of Chinese sport, uh, kicking guys in the nuts repeatedly <laughs> or getting kicked yeah. in the nuts or so. I don't know where this, I'd like to see in. that in the Olympics. Personally. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who wins? Is it the guy that takes the most kicks? The guy who gives the most kicks? I don't know. Are they a team? Is it a team situation? Do uh, do, they, do they have a way of measuring the force of each kick? Do they? I don't know. After that guy gets kicked in the nuts, does then he get to kick the guy? And then they yeah. It kind of reminds me of when I worked on a cruise ship. They did a crew talent show, so it was like the crew performing for the crew. And they, these two guys, uh, I think they worked in the kitchen or something. I, they were from somewhere in East Asia and they came out and did a martial arts routine. But, and I'd seen them practicing in the gym and then I saw them do this, this routine, but it was just one of them kicking the other one's ass. <laughs> I was just like, man, that sucks to be that other, like, it's like, all right, what's our talent? And he's like, uh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with my moves, and you're just going to take it. And the whole ship is going to see it. It's going to be awesome. Okay, man. Yeah, cool. Can I kick your – no, 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 no. I'm going to kick your ass. You're way better at getting your ass kicked. Literally kicking his ass? He was. I mean, like, they were doing a routine. Okay, so like a I don't think – fight. Right, but – so, like, I don't know how much he was actually hurting him. It was definitely choreographed, but it was, like, one guy's job was to get thrown down and, like, 
knocked over and like yeah it was he wasn't getting any he wasn't scoring any hits got it i just didn't know if you meant he was like kicking his like his, <laughs> the way the guy his nuts kick like he was kicking. no 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 he was like doing some move like got throw it. him across the stage and like that kind of thing cool so, that's <laughs> martial arts baby every every scene needs a straight man you know exactly yeah it was basically a comedy routine <laughs> Yeah, follow Jamal. Follow us. You know, follow us. Give us a follow. Uh, leave us a review. Why not? If you guys want to watch any of the movies we've promoted in the last month, I don't even remember their names. I still got. I do. Buddy games. Buddy games and chick fights. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, still got still got links. If if y'all want to see those, uh, yeah, whatever. And um, I think that's gonna do it for another classic up. Great job, guys. Ooh, great job. We, we did it. Very, yep. like, you know, no wasted time, no wasted moments. Yeah. Nothing. Incredibly <laughs> efficient and professional, or as always. Search before, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, send us, send us, uh, don't forget to send us uh, when you would want to travel back in time and who you'd want to see p- perform as well. I might even say I'd want to go to the Source Awards when Outcast got up on stage and said the South got something to say because that was a wild one where all kinds of crazy shit happened. I would, yeah, st- uh, I would stick out very much, but <laughs> one to go to. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week and uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye. All right. Bye. Do the robot, do the robot, do, do, do the robot. <laughs>